Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Free agency is officially dwindling down uh, in 2017 and uh, my co-host PJ is here with me to talk about and recap what's happened in the last week or so. It uh, hit real hard on June 30th and really hasn't stopped since the 4th of July. What's up, PJ? How are you, man? What's up? So we're here to first break down the big signing of Justin Holiday to the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah, it's a blockbuster trade. I kept waiting for the Players' Tribune piece from him. It didn't come out. The return of Justin Holiday. I actually like Justin Holiday. I just wanted to say that. Oh, I was I hoping like that, that I was hoping that two wolves would sign him. Like I liked it. He's nice. I think yeah. he's an dude. He tried hard. He was like the first player that the Bulls, when they did that, when they traded for him last year, that actually like tried for Fred Hoiberg and listened to him. So I'm indebted to him, and I hope he kills it for them. No, I like Justin that, Holiday. Too. That's not why you called in, folks. That's no, I don't think that you all. Uh, <laughs> if are you listening did, today hit me up. That if you did, hit me up, and I will chat it away with you on a one on one podcast. You gonna give me your number? Call. No, I will not. I'm not gonna <laughs> oh. call the old Jimmy Butler. Don't have the time or energy to go changing numbers, but such a tease. But I think we should probably start with. Uh, who most people would think is the number one free agent coming into this offseason, that's Gordon Hayward and the ridiculous 4th of July that uh, that New occurred with, with him. And it does seem to be a tradition now with LaMarcus two years ago, which in retrospect seems a little anticlimactic. Did he, his news break on 4th of July? Two years ago, yeah. Oh, all right. KD last year and then... Yeah. Uh, Gordon this year, but I mean, we were eating breakfast last year together. Yeah, la- last year was great because um, it was you know getting ready to watch some Nathan's hot dog eating contest and just having some breakfast before game for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest before the Fourth of July festivities really begin. And um, boom, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, but uh, this year not as fluid. He did not execute this nearly as well as Kevin Durant did. Uh, if you are listening to this pod, you probably kept up with what was going on on the fourth. But just all these, like the the tweets start coming out that it's official. He's he's going to the Celtics, and then it's it's not official according to his agent. And Woj breaks that, and then all of a sudden you're waiting. And did so? Did you ever think that he wasn't going to sign after that initial report came out? What that he wasn't going to sign with the Celtics? Because as soon as that came out, I'm like, okay, clearly. He's going to Boston. He just didn't do it the way he wanted to. Yeah, I didn't really think there was a, a real hot chance. I just thought maybe like there was a last minute. Like the only thing I could think of is maybe Utah was hadn't given him the full max offer for whatever reason. Um, and then like that was kind of his play to get a max out of them. But no, I mean. That one was kind of just like there on the wall. I mean, we've been pretty much people have been joking about him being on the Celtics since December. It seems like uh, so. No, I, I thought you know from the beginning you just even just play up that Brad the Brad Stevens connection. It's it was pretty obvious. Um, so it's kind of yeah when you see those reports you're like oh all right finally like I wasn't really honestly like. 
there was a lot of other things that I was way more interested in in this free agency, and I know Gordon Hayward was pro- was the best player probably that was available to actually switch teams. Uh, but I kind of thought there was I was gonna be very shocked to be walked out of this whole whole thing, and he wasn't a Celtic, right? Especially then when you see the moves that happened like before him signing happened, they just made a ton of sense that how all the pieces fell. It just was like the basketball gods were just forcing him to go to Boston if he had any reservations about it. So quick side note, we're recording this around 6.45 on on Thursday night, and Kelly Olenek just signed with the Heat for uh, 50-plus million over four years. Wow. That's a lot of money. That makes me feel... that makes me bad. feel, mm. dude. It's not that bad. One get so uh, where I'm hoping to talk a little bit about summer league today, and Bam, Bam's looking pretty good. I'd be okay with him running him in my backup center this year. Dude, twelve and a half mil for a back. I mean, yeah, it's it's not great, but I, I just don't. I'm not a I'm not a Kelly believer, so I guess I'm just down on him. Yeah, hey, there's I mean, not much rim protection. He stretches the floor a little bit for you. You've got a the probably one of the best rim protectors in the league. Like, why do you need you need a guy that's gonna be uh, like what he does? Yeah, he's gonna be able to shoot for you and and, and play off the ball. And if people sag on him on a pick and roll, yeah, I d- that 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 mid range and and I'm just not a key three. I mean, no. I just think that's a little pricey, but uh, hey, I mean, I the the Heat had to spend it somewhere, and he does that th- does fit with their team, um, but I don't know what that means for James Johnson and if they're going to extend him now. Uh, yeah, that's think, tricky because I, I would think sure they still they were... will. I would think that they're yeah. still going to because he fits just so well with what they're doing, and he was awesome for them last year. But anyway, back to back to Gordon Hayward a little bit. Um, so I would like to talk uh, about just how. Like, what does this mean for the Celtics now? Because, and this was great, because if we had Gordon staying in the West, it would have just been that much more frustrating after all the moves that had preceded this. But Well, I think that's partly why he left. I mean, I think- Yeah, and that I wanted to ask you that, because it's been kind of debated um, in mainstream media is obviously the coach and a bigger market, and there are some reasons that are outside of just the fact that he's going from west to east but do you think that him going to the east even plays a factor and i think the answer is yes like how could you not take that into account oh i think it 100 percent does because like i don't understand why he'd stay in the west when it's like okay you've got all these teams loading up in a way um just like this year maybe like it's crazy and stuff's gonna flip all around again because you got a bunch of rent-a-player situations on some of the top teams, but, like, I don't know, like, if you look at the West, would they have been the... If he stays, they're maybe still, like, the fourth best team. And if you take into account, like, all the dudes, like, I mean, you'd have to, for just, like, I'm looking, you think about just, like, all-star votes and and getting on the all-star teams, like, he's gonna miss out on a lot of that because he'd have to put up numbers... They're so good every year now. Uh, not, I mean, if Paul George even if Paul George goes to L.A. after this year, like he's not, he's so he'll still be in the West, you know. Like, 
Gordon Hayward would be maybe be the fifth best small forward in in the Western Conference now. Right. Like, yeah. Probably. Like he might not make an All Star team, and it's like he's he's Gordon Hayward's probably a top twenty player. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, it depends on your take on that, but he's definitely top twenty. I mean, I think he's probably a top twenty player, and it's. Like, it's close, yeah. He's probably right around that 20 area. So, like, him not being able to get some accolades and stuff, and I think him not making third-team All-NBA this year, you know, I think that plays some of it in there, too. And, I mean, if he's looking at money even after this contract, like, I think it'd be tough to... I mean, if he wanted to leave after the next deal, you know, I don't know. I think... I think what Boston's got going on and everything, it makes sense for him. Uh, I think with the the Celtics on the other hand, you know, long term, I'm not sure. You know, they obviously now have to make a move to one be able to officially sign him, uh, and it looks like he might be a sign and trade situation with the Jazz because they weren't able to. They're not able to find a bidder for any of the for Jay Crowder services or you know, some other pieces, and I'm I'm sure that's because teams are know they're kind of in a position where they need to make a deal, and they're probably wanting some sort of assets attached to that. And we all know what Danny likes his assets. He sure does. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be really good. Uh, obviously huge upgrade i don't know what the move is that they're gonna to make here if i'm them i'm doing everything i can to have a year and bring back jay crowder and avery bradley and they're probably gonna have to let avery bradley walk next year See, i would think i hope they don't that would suck uh i mean they they have his bird rights so they can offer him five years next year but with the wings that they have up and coming with jason tatum and jalen brown I just I don't I don't see how you make that work personally. That's just your your. I mean Avery's gonna get he's gonna get a twenty five million dollar offer somewhere. I think he's gonna get twenty yeah. twenty five million. You're probably right. Um, I mean someone's gonna and get then it. and then you're pushing seventy five eighty million dollars on of your cap is going to three guys. And then you also have Isaiah. So then that's all your cap. You have you you don't have any cap space left. Right. I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, if unless you really are high on the idea of these young dudes developing, and like this is the squad you kind of want to go with, but I kind of look at it as like, it'll be interesting what they do. I think the Isaiah piece is more interesting because I'd rather keep Avery and then like try to move Isaiah, do like a sauce or something. Well then, you got You got to find a starting point guard somewhere if you're trying to do that. Well, you draft one with your other. You got these other draft picks. That's where you you find one and you yeah you do some yeah. Sort so of maybe thing. yeah, I mean, but you don't you don't want you don't you just don't want Gordon Hayward's prime and Al Horford's prime to be wasted with a rookie point guard that's just learning how to play in the NBA though. I mean, there that's no, not. I, just, that's I just don't see move. that happening. Well, no, I think you can move, make a move. Where you swap Isaiah for a veteran point you know swap him out for someone else like why couldn't you do like isaiah thomas you you move 
him to Miami, you take Gordon Dragic or something, you know, you take a point guard like that in the maybe the 15, you know, range or something, you know, fit the 20 to 15 range of a point guard in the league, and then you add on like a. Goran's still making something. some. I, I, mean, no, I don't know if that's as much as what you'd pay Isaiah, though. That no question. Yeah, I mean he's saving you a lot of money when it comes to luxury tax and stuff like that. But um, I just don't know. I, don't if, know. I just I, don't know. I just my point was like, I don't know if the automatic move is you let Avery Bradley walk and like because it, it's between the two of them. But well, I can see and I, you know, Ainge Ainge will know this season if he's going to keep Bradley or not, and if he's not, he's going to trade him before the deadline. Yeah. And it'll get an asset for him. Yep. Yeah, probably. No question. Uh, but as far as who they're going to move to make room for Hayward here, um, I, I I do think they're going to – I think Crowder's going to go somewhere. Crowder or Marcus Smart. One. Marcus Smart or Crowder are going to be the two yeah. that are might be on the move here. And, like, who wouldn't want – even if – you know, G. Crowder, even if you already have a competent – small forward on your team that you're going to start this guy he's so cheap I so mean, he's like the such one a good contract i was thinking about with jay car more than anything is like why is uh like memphis not doing a ton like it just is a random team but like i feel like jay crowder would fit memphis his vibe and just a lot and i mean he's thinks he can shoot three-pointers but like that would kind of be like the move to make to help you correct your uh, fucked up, you know Chandler Parsons contract, but I mean I know that's like kind of where the Houston. I mean there are the rumors about Marcus Saul. Uh, I don't know if you go that crazy, but like I don't know. I, I Jay Crowder on the Memphis though part, like maybe they start with Mar- Marcus Saul talks and they can't work that out and they whittle it down to something a little bit more reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> so, but they they don't really have. They already used their exception, um, and they don't really have a contract on their books that makes sense. Like Brendan Wright is the closest one. Yeah, and, that's good. And but he's not. You know, they'd have to get another team involved to make that work. So they'd have to make a three-team trade here. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, I mean, the reason that Boston's doing this is because they got to clear some cap, and so if they're taking in six yeah, million dollars of salary with giving just, up oh i see what you mean yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. memphis is already over the cap so they yeah, have they to give up they have to give up I, I forget what the like how close you have to be exactly well, to be able to make that trade work but well that's where the bulls come into play now well i mean why why aren't they i agree with you like that i hadn't really thought about that if memphis could why aren't they reaching out to the pacers the kings or the sixers and throwing in a future pick to take on some cap and them taking Jay Crowder's uh, contract on because then, you know, if you're rolling on Mike Conley, Marcus Soul, and Jay Crowder, and then you have Chandler Parsons, it's like a, you know, if he can play, then awesome. I mean, just, I don't see them competing in the West unless they get a few other guys because you look at the rest of their lineup and it's pretty pretty young and pretty inexperienced like who knows what they're gonna do with uh um well yeah Jamichael Green they still need to sign him so 
and yeah, I mean, they've got some dudes about probably walking. I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, it, it just kind of seems like a an easy, uh, easy move. I think the, I don't know if the what the Bulls would. Uh, I mean, you got to think that there's a point. There yeah. has to be a point guard somewhere in there that they'd be able to kick out, but. Um, e- either way, there's not no question Boston's Terry gonna Rizzi. find. Hey, uh, they'll find a way to I make it work. I think it's gonna work. end up being with Utah. I think it's gonna end up being with Utah. I think it'll I think it'll be end up being with Utah as well, which is just that much more annoying because Utah. Not that I think James James. Ugh, not that I think Crowder is uh gonna you know make the be the difference maker whether or not you're. A playoff team or not he he makes them a little more scary and the west has enough decent teams as it is so um but like crowder's a piece like yeah you can try to play him and move someone different um but like i think that's like a that would be fine if you got that as the not a bad consolation prize yeah it looks like i'm reading right now james so the james we we're just talking about that so Miami's working to try to move Josh McRoberts to dump space to sign James Johnson. So hmm. uh, that's definitely something in the works, folk. But let's move on and talk about some other big contracts that got signed. JJ went to the Sixers on a $23 million deal Which for a year. Nice. I like that for everyone. I'm a little surprised that JJ wasn't trying to get a little more long-term, but... Uh, he's still he's just older I mean this is, he had a really good year older guy I mean I don't know what else he was getting offered though but the, I mean the big well, thing the you know, big big theme and I think the T-Wolves offered him significantly less money per yeah. year but for two or three years probably two knowing how just looking at everything else that they lined up with uh, with Jimmy Butler's free agency coming up in two years um but hey, twenty-three million dollars in a year ain't too bad, and that team's gonna be fun. He fits in perfectly with what else they have going on. Um, yeah, so he's I think a veteran. It, pre- I no, I thought it was smart ever. Pre- everyone loved that, and for good reason. Oh yeah, I think it was super, super smart. I mean, just from his perspective. I mean, the Sixers had the cap space; like they don't have anyone else that they need to sign right now. So like a year <laughs> of it, um, yeah, it could be good. I mean. You look at it like JJ made is going to make almost like a third of his entire career earnings thus like half. I mean, he's made fifty six million dollars thus far. He's going to get twenty three million for one year. Like, yeah, you know, he'll be back in the pool next year. He'll be thirty three, like or turning thirty four. He'll be thirty three this year. So like, nah, it, it, people need shooting, like. Corver just signed three. I mean, got three years from the Cavs. Uh, like he can stick around for a bit. So yeah, if, if someone's gonna give you that much right now, might, might as well take it. But I really wish it'd be it'd be really fun to see uh, to have access to all the contract offers these guys were getting because it's just fascinating. Like I guarantee that he had more money on the table from other teams. He's just. I'm just gonna go play in Philly. I'm gonna make a ton of money that this year, be, and then that would be pretty cool. Like, or just to see, like, because I, I, I think that would be from a perspective of like, you know, a lot of people talk about the market, 
and and stuff and i wish there was a little bit more transparency with that even like trades or something you know you just kind of after the fact you get a little bit more obviously that there's less like secrecy behind it but like i would be fine with just the free agency because then you could see like like you're saying all right what other offers did jj have on the table for sure um and you can kind of like assess like all right here's what the market valued him at did the sixers over you know basically like years to 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 total um right because not very many teams are going to have cap space even less teams will have cap space next offseason than this offseason and J, I mean, it is a little bit of a risk because if JJ doesn't have a great year for the Sixers and tries to cash in again next offseason, it's going to be a little tougher. Like the, you know, it's the talk is going to cool a little bit on JJ if he if he's not shooting 42, 43% from three this season like he did last season. But hey, I mean, he's betting on himself. I mean, I can't blame the guy. Let's, uh, I do want to talk about Paul Millsap too. Um, another Western Conference team that people are really expecting to take the, the jump now that they have. A legitimate power forward i think this team still has some roster issues to yeah to sort through and shout out to a friend of the pod deuce on this one because i know he was very excited uh with the signing and he just called it i think like a month ago but um yeah Millsap fits with them really well they didn't really have much of a defensive presence in the post and Jokic with what he has to do on the offensive end probably was never going to be that's great, but like he, I think he des- he deserves more credit than he gets. But Millsap, if the guy can stay healthy for his next three years, and he's thirty-two already, this team's going to be a playoff team, and it's going to be a team that no one's going to want to play against because they're uh, they've got a ton of talent and can score from anywhere. Yeah, I mean they're like now they're going to be kind of that thick of like the teams that are gunning for the six through eight spots in the the West. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was, like, the move they had to make was to bring in a piece because they really um, – but, yeah, when you look at their roster, there's still some overlap, and there's, like, definitely some areas where they could they could need some help, like, especially you're saying him what he brings for them defensively and helping out there. Like, they really could use another rim protector, though. Um, they could – use some help on the perimeter defense like both areas I I think but you know from a scoring perspective they're going to have a lot at their disposal uh, when it comes to being able to to put up points and, and score on on teams this year so I mean that's like they're going to be a super fun league pass team like right off the bat yeah and I just like last year it took some time to really figure out that Jokic was kind of what got this team going, really had their offensive clicking, and that they couldn't play Nurkic with him. So that kind of, you know, the team just drastically changed from the beginning of the season to the end, and by the end, people were just crazy for Jokic and and what he can do. And uh, their offense, I mean, they traded for Trey Lyles. Like, they have way too many power fours right now. Who knows what they're going to do? I don't know where all these minutes are going to go. It's not a bad problem to have because I think that a priority that they should have is uh, to make sure they're not wearing Paul Millsap out in the regular season. Like, he's an old dude. You can't be playing him 36, 37 minutes a game. So, you know, with their flexibility they have, they can throw Hernan Gomez out there and Lyles and um, Arthur, and, like, they'll be in good shape. 
uh, I like that team a lot. And their point guard's still, like, much debated is what they're going to do there. If Mudio is still going to get a chance to yeah, start. Or maybe Murray. Maybe he still plays if Murray's the crunch time guy. Um, yeah, I mean. But, yeah, like you said, great. They're going to be a fun team. And they're going to they're gonna make the playoffs. I, uh, I don't know if they're going to make it because, like, like. <laughs> I don't, they're gonna be in there though. Like, I think they're definitely. I can't I say think, for sure. I they're think gonna that, make it. I think I'm penciling them in as a playoff team. And you're so. I mean, the other team that's kind of circles in with them is Gallo going to the like. Do you think the yeah. Clippers are out of the playoffs? So I hate. I really don't. I mean, they did a really good job of getting as much out of losing Chris Paul as they could. Uh, Patrick Beverly's a cheap good point guard great defensively uh and then they just signed um i i'm gonna butcher his last name but telodesic teledesic um from overseas today which i don't know much about him i i remember watching him um i've definitely watched him in the world championships or championships or the olympics or something like he's a talented guy uh, and really good on the offensive end um kind of trying to replicate uh Lob City 2.0 with him and DeAndre, um, but Gallo, I'm just I've always been kind of low on him. He's a great scorer when he's out there, but other than being a stretch four, he's a liability on defense, and he's injury prone. Yeah, and and so is Blake. And Blake, who we don't know when he's going to start playing this year, but if Blake isn't playing until December. And with all the changes this team has gone through, I don't see them making the playoffs, not when the West is this deep. Uh, maybe if you can go into – maybe after this season and you have Blake going in 100% in 2018, 19 season, I think that they'll have a better shot. But yeah. um, Well, I think they should definitely – Too many unknowns. I think it's key they add you know, more to what they're building around, and that's another injury – laden player you know historically you get Derrick Rose in there yeah <laughs> I think that's a match made in heaven for what they're doing right now no I agree I mean yeah I, I don't think they're a playoff team I think there's like enough teams that have gotten better this year um, but you don't I don't know I mean they're kind of like to me they kind of in a, in a way remind me of what how I felt about the Mavericks last year, and they were only, they were in it for most of the year, like, as far as, like, possibly getting the AC, like, they weren't, they were a lot better than I thought they were going to be, uh, for sure, so, I mean, like, but damn, there's going to be so many teams in that, that spot where it's, like, I mean, you might only have two teams, honestly, that, like, in the West that are less than, like, the Lakers and the Suns might be the only teams that are like sub thirty-five wins. Uh, I don't think the like Pelicans. who else am I missing? I don't think the Pelicans are going to win. Oh, uh, Pelicans! Pelicans are probably going to be around that. that Kings. They're going to be close. Oh, see, I'm glad you brought them up. I fucking love what the Kings have done. <laughs> I like the dude, okay. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. I like the George Hill signing. Okay. I don't. I think if, uh, if you're trying to split minutes between him and uh, De'Aaron, Fox. De'Aaron Fox, I think, like, and the fact, yeah, George Hill kind of also in, injury-riddled 
Uh, had some injury Yeah, problems. see, that's why I don't like him. Like, why are you but paying why? $19 million to a guy that you just can't trust to be on the court? And I'm sorry. I, like, I, I, I agree Rudy with having... Sign with the Spurs. Wow, okay. Well, that's a very interesting... That's an odd, odd place. Uh, wow. I kind of like that, though. I'm sure that's he'll be... Aw- I'm sure he'll be amazing for them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably... I'm... Hey, every place Rudy Gay is gone, they've gotten worse. Like, this is a real test of the Rudy Gay conspiracy. I can't wait to see the over-under. Can't wait to bet the over. Anyway. Um, yep, always. Easy money. Just like betting Mayweather in the McGregor fight. Uh, free money. Uh, no, let's finish my point about the... George teams. Hill. You like George Hill. Yeah, so he's injury riddled. I get that. But you're not spending that anywhere else. You need to develop some guys. Like, that's a proven vet that you know is is made his way around the league came from the spur like he's had some success is really well liked respected so if he gets hurt in december that's like you know if he gets hurt i I imagine it's gonna be around the time you might be wanting to turn over to more of De'Aaron fox anyway like but get him in there like let's not throw the kid into the deep end of the pool yet like let him get like if they split minutes even like, if they're both going and they're splitting minutes, like, down the middle, that's nice. And George Hill can play with him a little bit. Like, he has a lot of uh, combo guard tendencies. Like, he can play off ball some, too. Like, dude, I don't know. I, I think, like, I don't know where else, where else the Kings were going to spend that money. It's only a two-year deal. Same thing with the Zach Randolph thing. Like, I'm good with those. I think those are, like, well-established vet dudes, like, but why not wait until the next offseason? Like sign some some sign some vets for one year deals and have cap space next year. Like that's gonna be the biggest asset is next year have cap space because they're gonna be like five teams that have legitimate cap space next year. And they could have been in a position where they could have had thirty, forty, fifty million dollars worth of cap space. Which puts but them I don't them think in they're, they'd be in contention for any of the, the real dudes. I, I I think this was a good like I think what they're doing right now is a two year window to develop what they've got and like to figure out what core they're they're gonna roll with, um, and yeah you have those those dudes because yeah I mean in two years we could be saying like oh man De'Aaron Fox really good you know whoever they were to add in the draft next year could be a nice piece I mean they got a couple nice pieces this year I mean like. I think honestly, like I think they might be in that like thirty-two, thirty-five win range, like with. Well, this. so the Kings won thirty-two games last year. So the, I mean, if they won three more games, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. Like they were like with Boogie, they were competitive but at that point. PJ, like, if you're trying to sell me that the moves that they made were really good, I'm just not buying that. When you're building towards a culture, like I think they're just trying to. The Kings have nothing. Like they're literally like. They have no, like, framework for anything. So, like, at least by putting those in, I like their draft a lot. I think, you know, when we talked about that, like, I was high on them, three picks that they got. Um, So, I mean, I think you're building towards, like, at least a groundwork of something. Like, you know, Buddy Heald, if he pans out or whatever, I mean, that's, like, something. But I, I think you just have to – you have to get some sort of, like, established – well, you know, successful NBA vets in there to start to to groom some of these guys because there's been so much dysfunction. I think like 
eat for the Kings to have two years of consistent plan and a consistent path would be like a, it'd be incredible for them. Like this is a franchise that every it seemed like two months would change its direction. Look, it's the whole boogie era it was it just was changing constantly and like how everyone felt about them, their potential, like, it just was a mess, like, you're away from all that, like, you should get some stable, like, you know what, I mean, it's like, if you were dating, uh, you know, a, a crazy girl, wild and crazy, like, you, you're probably, your rebound is gonna be the nice, safe, like, the boogie thing was a roller coaster, like, this is a really nice, safe, like, you, you know what you're gonna get out of George Hill and Zach Randolph, and, like, you need that. Like maybe they're just they've learned from their mistakes with Boogie and how they, you know, what he was put into compared to like what they the kind of environment and culture they're trying to bring this next crop of guys up into. So I agree with everything you said, and I think that the biggest problem the Kings have had is their culture. Like everyone just there's somewhat of a laughing stock. But why not sign vets on one year deals? Like that's my thing. Because then you're not going to get them. Yo, to get people in Sacramento, I think you have to. I would have so rather seen them. Pay- I would have seen rather have seen them sign George Hill for a one year, twenty five million dollar deal than. But two I don't years think a vet would go. I don't think a vet's going to want to go to Sacramento for a year. I think they're like, all right, if you're gonna, if I'm gonna do this, like, I need the guarantee, like, and also the fact is, all right, you're talking about so next year, like next year they can take those picks, like those are now expiring contracts for them, like if, based on what teams are trying to do next year, you're talking about cap space and every, I mean those aren't the worst pieces to take like i i think two years is like a really good i, I think if they were three-year deals I, i'm on your side automatically but two years like for george hill is three stuff, years i thought his was two it's three hold up all right then i must have i hate not no three george. years 57 million all right you're right i'm looking at it now damn I'm just saying. I think the Zach, the Zach, the Zach Randolph. I still don't hate it. That's not as bad to me. Nineteen million from George Hill three years from now. I think they're. I think that's gonna hurt him a little bit. That's all. I think they would have rather had some cap space and have some flexibility there. But like, you're right. It's a good point. Um, I don't know what other offers George Hill had on the table and what it was gonna take to get him to sack, but. Would have liked to see a, a replacement, even slightly below replacement level guy, if even if they had to overpay him for shorter term to go. Cap space is going to be a friend in the NBA. Like, no one's going to have any for a long time now. So, um, but enough Kings talk. So, Rudy um, Gay, Rudy Gay got 17 million, it's 17 million plus two years with a player option. That seems fair. Hopefully, you can stay healthy bad injury last year um let's uh so we've hit all the the really really big signings no. uh, we, we talked about point so point guards um well some other comparable point guards so it seemed like this this offseason was kyle lowry and then it was kind of teague uh holiday, holiday george hill which that's the thing uh the the holiday one's the one I want to bring up that I'm bum- I mean like we've talked we talked about it with the boogie it's like we all knew it was gonna happen but it just sucks that the Pelicans had to like put I just don't know do they have to put up that much money like that's kind of the stuff I'd like to see like what other offers was 
Drew Holiday getting? He just, just had like a, so much leverage. I know. They just they weren't going to be able to get anybody else decent, and I understand why but, they did it. But yeah, it's just like grossly no, overpaying. I guy. know why they did it, but it's still, it's like, man, couldn't you have just been like a little, put yourself in just a slightly better spot? Like I just like, man, that's so. It's a lot of money. Made me feel a lot better about the Teague signing at nineteen million. That's and so I mean. did the George Hill well, signing. Yeah, that's what I mean. So okay like, yo, it's like, I know you were kind of against it, like, in some ways, but so that was the first, you know, that was the first signing that broke like before. I, I mean, there was some tampering going on there because Teague was the guy on June thirtieth before the moratorium even started yeah but i think their play with the the jeff teague thing was like all right we signed jeff teague like the difference between jeff teague and kyle lowry i don't think in the the t-wolves minds was much like so and i would agree with them like i don't think you get much more by paying that much more to get kyle lowry versus like paying less and getting jeff teague and being in play to sign another piece like they needed a shooter and i think they kind of you know struck out on that front being able to pick up one but like you had to give yourself that room to at least try to acquire one and now you got to look and say all right like what's next but like, i so like the, the jeff to, teague thing of those I, guys i'm i'm happy to get jeff teague at 50 or 57 million over three years um much more over having to pay Holiday twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year, or getting Hill at nineteen. Just because, like, honestly, if I had a guarantee that Hill was going to play every game, I'd be fine with them. It's the injury history that's a problem. Um, and that's you can say about Drew Holiday too. Like he's yeah, so many injuries. Yep, uh, I could, I would say the same thing about Drew. But Teague has been he's been an All Star before. He's um, doesn't have much of an injury history. Knock on wood. Uh, he's. A much better shooter and just uh he puts pressure on the defense scoring wise which the timberwolves didn't have that before with rubio um and full disclosure if if it would have been announced on july 1st that the timberwolves signed kyle lowry and maxim for three years like a similar deal 100 million over three years like the raptors gave him i wouldn't have been mad wouldn't have been uh one percent frustrated with it It, it's the last time they're gonna have cap space for a long time and you know they would have they wouldn't have been able to sign Taj like they did, um, but yo so psyched about that would have would have been fine with them making a run at Lowry, but Teague is fine to get instead. And then um, yeah, the the Taj Gibson signing is great. I think they should start him and bring Diang off the bench, which is going to make their bench a lot better. Um, you all better treat Taj with the most respect ever. I would die for Taj Gibson. I I think Tibbs is going to treat him just fine. He paid him. I'm talking about the fans. Paid him very fairly. I wish fairly. I could still. I wish I could still watch Taj Gibson play for my team when it was competitive. It was the best. Well, hopefully we get to see some competitive basketball up here. Um, but uh, let's. Uh, we've kind of neglected the the biggest news. The big elephant in the room. And that's the Paul George got traded to the Thunder. Um, oh man, well, we and gotta talk about Otto Porter too. Shit. All right, yeah. It, and it's the Paul George. Yeah, I want to leave with that. Uh, and I'm I'm so excited. I can't. I'm even more excited to watch Warriors versus Thunder regular season games now. And 
Dude, it's so smart on the Thunder. I don't know why the Pacers did that, but... So, here's my thing, is that I'm not as down on this trade for the Pacers as most people are. So, no, I mean, I get it from the respect of, like, they're trying to... I think they're seriously trying to still make the playoffs, so, like, from that perspective, it's a win. Like, they, they, they're going to be competitive in the East still uh, with those two dudes, I think. Uh... But, like, love everything about it for the Thunder. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it... I'm not... And just another instance of I would pay good money to see what other offers the Pacers had on the table. Oh, I would... Kings got Vince Carter. $8 million. Uh, We're breaking the... Hey, you all listen to this, you know, the morning after we record this, but listen, this stuff's happening right as we're speaking. Well, maybe we'll drop this tonight and... and so it's a little bit fresher in people's It'll be a minds, recap. If you, your that's phone too bad. was turned off last night, you'll listen to this and you'll figure out all the signs that happened on Thursday. I was really hoping that I was hoping that's that, all, that he would bets. come bets mentor Wiggins up here. So that's too bad. Good bets for the Kings. Now do you like good the Kings to throwing some extra money Now do you like the Kings offseason off ultra? See, that's good. One year, $8 million? <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good ass. That's a good ass deal. Like, oh, you're overpaying for the guy, but he's just a year. All right, go so teach yeah, Buddy Hield how to play basketball. <laughs> go teach everyone. Yeah, Tony Allen next. Bring bring half the Grizz over there. Why not? Um, but uh, I think that Paul George instantly makes the Thunder probably the fourth best team in the West, and. It just mm. makes it makes a ton of sense from the Thunder, man. It's like I don't know if they're for sure the fourth best, but like that's like they'll be gunning for. Like best case scenario, they have everything you, goes so swimmingly well. Golden State, Spurs, Rockets. Yeah, Who I next? mean, Jazz so, I mean, are out. Clippers are I out. I don't know if the Jazz are out, dude. That's like the one. Um, oh. Yo, but they still got Root. You I mean, your boy real. Roots. Oh my god! All the fucking group texts I had, to, I've had to go through with about Ricky Rubio being like good. Like, all right, so like. Yeah, but I'm not the leader of that camp. I'm I far know, from. But the you're leader not. Of that you're camp. not. You've never heard talked it down. Like, I don't know. what if Rubio plays like as well as he did the second half of the season for them? That's probably hey. a playoff team still. Yeah, but there, there's that's not going to happen. There's. It has never look happened. At the Northwest, look at the Northwest Division, though. Like, there's some dope teams in the Northwest now. Yeah, I mean, teams are going to be beating up on each like, other. Like, the Trailblazers yeah. are going to be nice next year with a full year of Nurkic. They should be improved. I just... I like the Thunder more than any of those teams. And I'm sorry, like, the Jazz... Oh, dude, but... You think right, Rodney, so Rodney right Hood's just going to step in and... I think he they're not going to miss a miss a beat. Yo, That's like got some Berg, optimistic oh. Duke fanboy talk right there. If I, that's how I'll, you feel. I'll 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 back up Rodney Hood. Yeah, I think Rodney Hood can do do some of what Gordon Hayward did. I think his he can fill that role. I don't think he's going to get the same production, but I think he can fill up a decent amount of Gordon Hayward's numbers. Uh, all right, but yeah, you look so Golden State. Yeah, definitely Houston. San Antonio, all right? Yes, all locks. Then I'm going to round off these so that you got Utah, OKC, Portland, Denver, Minnesota, 
And I'm gonna say I'll say Memphis and the Clippers. So there's seven teams right there for five spots. Of those seven, you're telling me the Jazz aren't close enough to being you know better than the. You don't think the Jazz are better than the Grizzlies and the Clippers right now? I think the Jazz are better than the Grizzlies. I think if you have a healthy Blake Griffin, that's a big if though. Eats up the Clippers. Eats them up, Ultra. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jazz are better than the Grizzlies, but I would, I would take the Nuggets, T Wolves. Any of those other teams, Trailblazers, I would take their rosters ahead of the Jazz. Yeah, I mean, if they, but, if but they end up, that's if they only, end up getting Crowder, that's that's, that's a different conversation. We gotta wait and see what happens. That's only seven teams. You tell me the Jazz can still hold on to one spot. Your question was who the four. We were saying who the bet the fourth best team was. Now saying but they are in that mix. I don't think of that whole mix of teams. Like I could see the Thunder definitely being the best team in there. I could see them being like the third best team of that group. But they're like. That's the group of Western team, Western Conference teams, like for next year. I mean, the the records are going to be close in there. Yeah, I just, that's what I, I think, mean. like that's I only a that, couple games, and like with injuries and everything, like the Jazz have more depth than than definitely have more depth than OKC. Um, like you can't. I mean, like if you lose a couple guys on OKC, all of a sudden, like things are a little bit. A little bit scarier for them. Uh, they definitely don't have the bench depth compared to some of these. No, other the trade the trade with the Bulls towards the end of the season helped them though. But like, they kept they kept Dougie okay. And Dougie Grant, they'll bring Cantor off the bench. They got to figure out. Well, they so they got Patrick Patterson too, which is a great signing. Yeah, Patrick Patterson was signing. a dope signing. I like yeah. that signing a lot. And then you yeah. get really good scoring off the bench with Cantor. They're gonna have Paul George or Russ on the floor at all times. They're gonna have Russ close out games. They're gonna be good. I mean, I, like I, I, yeah, but you know what I mean. You may, like I'm just, but you see it's what gonna I'm be like, close. But if I'm if I'm if for I depend games, but if you had to pencil one of those teams in for the four spot, who are you penciling in? It's gotta be the Thunder. Yeah, early early money. Yeah, yeah, it's the Thunder. Like on I mean, paper, yes, they should be the fourth best team. Okay, but like crazy stuff could happen. For all I know, like the Nuggets could show up and they could be the fourth best team in the West next. That's year. what I mean. Like I'm just saying, like that that second tier group though. Same with the Timberwolves, the Trailblazers. No, that's what I mean. Though, but I'm saying like yeah, that seven that that seven. That group of seven doesn't necessarily like. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, and also, no, it's super fun. Like, also, I'm just shout saying, out. I can't say for sure that that that's all my only point with this. I'm not saying that OKC wouldn't be, but it's like, all right, you take those seven. Like, I could not say of those seven who the best team is. Like, we could do a, a tournament of those seven and just see. And like, it would be it would be a different outcome every time you did it. Right. If you want to throw the Kings in there just for make it fun, a fun even eight. <laughs> Since, um, since I'm gonna, yeah, I'll be eating. I, for I, for all of last year, me just bitching about the Kings and not doing right by Boogie. Like, dude, they they've done a really good job this year, this off season. Also, uh, I wasn't expecting. In our last pod, I said that I didn't think that Paul George was gonna get traded before free agency. Thought that he was, or during free agency, thought it was gonna be more 
towards the deadline. It's just so great to see all these teams like going to challenge the Warriors, not like sitting back. It's it's That's awesome. What you're I, I it's it's, sick. it's it, gonna the, be very fun. And yeah. if nothing else, like if I mean the Warriors are probably still gonna win it, but it's gonna be tough for them. Like they're they aren't gonna have a playoffs like they did this last season where they're going sixteen, you know, making a run for sixteen and zero. It's just not happening again. Well, and, this, and so the this, other thing, the level of talent is just out of this world. So the thing I like most about it, more than anything is like I was not very up like the the Victor Oladipo sign like they got kind of pushed into a situation where they had to like hold on to something so they signed him but like he did not do anything last year to make me be like oh that was a good like or I'm glad they jumped on that early. Uh they probably could have gone in for less if they had, like let him go through restricted free agency this year uh yeah they in retrospect with that was a a bit of a gaffe for them but it was a good move basically i mean you look at sam Presti turned serge Ibaka into one year uh within two you know got paul george within a year like yeah flipped, and they were so dope like it's crazy there were a lot of cases of that this year though I and mean, people were talking about roberson being max he got three years 30 million Hey, he, that was nice. That's nice money. That's a good deal. That was a really good signing for them. I like that signing. Um, but, like, so, but, like, the Victor Oladipo part, like, what I'm looking at, so you look at, like, him. So we were just talking about the Drew Holiday stuff, and, like, so Otto Porter is the other one. I think Otto Porter, that is, like, the best player, like, of the group. Like, that's the person you probably give that money to. Um, if you know, like, you're going to get maxed in a way, but... Like man, that old depot thing was just like they had to do something. Like they were, they could, they wanted to hold on to an asset. But like the fact that now you got that, you moved it to be Paul George. Like you'll probably only get one year of Paul George. But you know, there's an off chance like him and Russ, they'll line up deals and they'll like try to go at it for like two years or you know two, more, you know something short. Yeah, man, and together. crazy crazy stuff happens, and maybe they catch the the warriors in the second round and someone's banged up and they they pull off an upset like that stuff can change things um right not not a great chance of it happening but it it could crazier things have happened yeah maybe they're just like maybe paul george really likes okc yeah the the restricted free agency has just been very bizarre because you have you know we knew there was like the one guy you knew was gonna get a max deal thrown his way was auto porter and a lot of people thought that Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope was going to get some serious cash thrown his way, and I, I haven't heard no buzz on the guy. I mean, yeah. not a thing. And this might really may uh, the Pistons are pushing up against the card cap, which is kind of embarrassing given the fact that he didn't make the playoffs last year. But uh, I they don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, KCP could be going anywhere, but as far as Porter goes. The Wizards, the Wizards are going to match. They can't let him walk. Um, yeah, and he's just he just keeps getting better. Like he's he's. It's weird to say that he's a max guy because three four years ago when you talk he's about max guys, those max were guy. like superstars. But you know, some teams still have large amounts of cap from the influx last season, and uh, Otto Porter's right. going to be able to reap the benefits of it. But uh, the other crazy thing about the Wizards is that. John Wall has, didn't pick up that extension they got offered. Yeah, that's, that's the one a red thing flag. That a lot of people have been talking about. Like, I've heard it a little bit, but like, as far as like when it happened, there was like 
there's just too many other things. Like, we just couldn't really address the fact that he did that. But, no, that's uh, pretty interesting. Scary. Scary, Scary. if you're a but, Wizards fan. But, no, but, like, the auto port, like, yeah, the last thing I wanted to say about that, um, well, that mixed with this okay th- C thing is, like, yeah, auto porter of, like, some of those dudes, like, the restricted guys, like, he made the most sense. Like, he's shown improvement to this point where it's, like, all right, yeah, maybe, you know what, Otto Porter in two years from now looks super dope, and he is, like, he could legit then be, like, like maybe Otto, maybe you're talking about, like, the Wizards having three All-Stars, especially in this East, like, I wouldn't yeah, be the craziest might. thing. Like, uh, so, I mean, yeah, he was, like, the one guy I was, like, that makes Hey, like, man, may- maybe Ian Mahimi will be their fourth All-Star. You never know. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be to earn his 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 little payday there, but no, I mean like Autoport was the one guy I was like, yo, I think I think the Wizards knew he was gonna get maxed by someone, and like I think this was like their plan. I think they like know what they're gonna do going forward because of that, and yeah, you just gotta do it. I mean, that's like the if you that's just your ring now. Like you gotta either be moving up or down the steps. Like you don't want to like have John Wall and like. Yeah, have his player option up and then, like, not sign Otto Porter and then, like, take a few steps back and then make him, you know, really doubt your commitment to winning. It's just this is the, the business, and, like, that was a smart move for them for sure. Um, but, yeah, last thing. So, basically with OKC, like, how I just wanted to wrap it up. So, yeah, you get out of that old depot contract, which was bad. Paul George, you get a run. It's going to be a fun year with, to be a Thunder fan. See what happens. Maybe you somehow get them together. But otherwise, if it all ends up walking at this point, like, oh, well. Like, then you just have, like, a ton of, like, you can start your rebuild pretty quick. Like, you wouldn't. Maybe they, if it goes real south, they flip them at the deadline, either or both of those dudes. But, um, like, it was, well, it was nice. I think that's, like, a the nice rebuild for them. I, I, I mean, you make that deal for Paul George 100 times out of 100, but yeah. they're in a tough spot with their cap, no question. With the money that they are owing Russ this year, um, and yeah, then to extend deal. him, and then you still have they can't, the cancer's deal is just killing and them. Steven Adams. And then Steven Adams has another $25 million on the books Keep per going. year. They just don't have room to sign anybody, even if they, you know, even if they were to. You know, if they flip Paul George to the deadline, it just didn't fit. There's just not much that they can do. Um, right. But uh, hey, a small market team, you got to make got to take chances like that. But we're uh, before we close up, I wanted to get your thoughts. I don't know if you've had a chance to catch much summer league, but is there anyone that's been standing out to you so far? I have not watched really any of it. I've kind of caught some of the after. It sounds people were pretty high in the Markel performance. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna try to get into it here. I've never, I've always had a tough time jumping into the Orlando Summer League because it just, it feels like Vegas it's, is where it's at. Yeah, that's. A, I'm always like watch the Vegas one, the Orlando stuff. Like, <clears throat> I feel like I end up watching like on NBA TV like middle of the afternoon, and that's about it. Um, but it's like always kind of weird. I've never really liked that one. It just kind of seems too early. Where I'm just like, oh shit, that's right, like that's a thing, and it's like, 
when I start seeing scores from the Orlando Summer League, it's like a reminder that the Summer League's back on, and you're like, all right, well, I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to watch the this. Vegas one. So, yeah. like, whatever. Well, Which we still got a – that's still on our to-do list of planning out a visit to Vegas for the yeah. Summer League. Yeah, we, we got to make that happen. But um, I will say I'm going to – and I haven't seen um, Josh Jackson play. The Suns haven't played yet. I'm going to admit that I am wrong about taking him over Jason Tatum right now. Uh, I've watched you see that video of I've Jason watched, Tatum. I've watched a good chunk of two Boston Celtics summer league games. Jason Tatum is ready to score in the NBA right now. Yeah. He's boy. like he has some Kobe in him. He's he's got some he's got some stuff. He's good. Like he's got to bulk up or he's got to get a little stronger. Oh yeah. He's sli- a little sloppy, but his, just from a pure scoring, yeah, his ability to get the ball off his shot is so high, yeah, man. guys, and he just—he's money for mid-range. He's—he's fun. He's good. Like he's—you can tell the guys that are gonna fit well in the NBA quicker because they're uh, the, the game is just a little bit slower for them, and he's—he has that pace. The and not to—I'm not picking on Jonathan Isaac here because he's—he's—he got a little banged up in their last game, but he's been. Um, He's just just a little out of control, like with a lot of players that you see in there. It's just kind of like a lot of turnovers, um, and he's super athletic, and that's why they drafted him. Like they they know he's going to be a little raw coming out, but Jason Tatum's just like refined scorer. He's ready to go. So yeah. he's the one standout for for me, no question. Absolutely. Um, so Markel looked good. I'll I'll give okay. him that. Tight. I got I got two more things. So first off, I got to do one shout out to the summer of clay thompson in china um did you see his little video of him the little like cigar whatever he's smoking yeah yeah it's so it's awesome funny dude (laughs) it's awesome i want like a youtube series of just clay goes to china they really should do a documentary like they should they there should be footage of every second that he's in china it's Uh, amazing it's just next year and then I got one more. So there was the road report today talking about how, like, Giannis would be, like, it, the, the clock on Giannis has started, um, which I think is a little ridiculous because his new extension just kicks in this year. He has three years left. That really caught me off guard. No, this is the – no, this is – yeah, this is the first year of it. You're right. No, but, yeah, he just signed his extension or whatever. Um, but, yo, guess what you just tweeted? Uh, loyalty. I got loyalty inside my DNA. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would die for that man. Ah! So we'll, we're way ahead of uh, laying down some money on MVP and stuff, but he we're gonna we're gonna put some down there. No, I I wanted to do it this year. Like you guys, every I want to just let it be known that when we had the conversation this year, I kind of said it, and everyone was like, huh. Well, he wasn't right. in the conversation, so I, I'm glad we didn't. We would have lost money. But he won most money. improved. It wouldn't have been like the worst thing. But no, like, but we, he's we get didn't. Some we, good you odds. can't. You can't talk shit on it. We didn't win. We didn't lose money on that. So yo, but his extension cuts in this year. Oh, does he? Has four yeah, years. Yeah, it's left? definitely this year. Okay. I dude, I know my boys. I know my boys. Everything starts this year. He's, he's only he's only been in the league four years, guys. 
That was mean 22 for, freaking years. He's going to be 23 was, years old. That was mean for Woj to scare you like that. But I'm glad that... It wasn't that scary. Ya- I'm messing with you. I'm glad that... Ya- go I'm wherever glad Giannis, Giannis goes. I'm glad Giannis himself has kind of put that at rest for now. But let's coach up shop here, PJ. So please check us out at thepointforwardnba.com. Send us questions at uh, thepointforwardnba at gmail.com. Please leave us a review at Stitcher or on iTunes. Uh, if you dig what we're doing and uh you know we're we're kind of going to the starting to get into the dog days of the nba here so we're gonna be uh we'll still be looking to for, for some for some content putting up some podcasts here but i'm not sure if it will be as frequent um hey if the big three stays as uh as popular as it has been then uh we'll have plenty to talk about